Hello, welcome to the Coffee with Creators podcast. My name is Rob Balasabas. Really glad to have you here. Um, if you are new, welcome. If you are uh, not new, if you've been here for a little while, then welcome as well. Welcome back. Really good to have you here. Like I said, genuinely, truly, from the heart, really excited to have you here. I'm glad that you found this podcast. I don't know why I'm holding the mic like this. If you're watching the video, I don't know. Um, <laughs> trying to get it up a little closer to my, to my, uh, to my, to my face so that the, the audio comes nice and clear. But hey, um, yeah, welcome. It is, today is, uh, you know, just a timestamp and date stamp this episode. So there's some context of what I'm talking about and kind of when I was talking about this, you know, things change really quickly in this creator economy. Today is April 24th. And, um, yeah, it is Monday. Um, last week I was in Los Angeles for a few days for the information. The information is this publication online. You guys are probably very familiar with it. Um, but I was uh, at the information's creator summit and it was a really awesome conference. There were so many industry people there. Um, you know, a lot of influencers. Yes. Uh, but a lot of brand representatives as well, similar to me. You know, if you guys know, if you guys don't know, I'm the head of partnerships at a, a brand, a company, a creator company called uh, Uscreen, Uscreen.tv. And so I was there. There were uh, people from brands. There were uh, influencers or talent managers, people that were representing big creators. Um, and then there's also investors and people from, you know, big, big platforms, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, they were all represented. It was really a true creator summit, which is really cool. And, um, and yeah, and so today, you know, I, I, I took a bunch of notes, um, like I, I typically do, not just of the sessions that I attended, but also some of the conversations that I had with, um, with the different people that were attending. And so I thought I would just kind of, you know, do a kind of two for one. Uh, I'm kind of going through my notes to take a look back, reflect, see what I can apply into different things, see um, what notes to follow up on uh, with different uh, people that I spoke with. Um, but also, I'm going to just kind of shift the camera here a bit. But also to, um, you know, see, you know, if there's anything I should be sharing with different people. And so I just kind of, you know, like reflecting back on the notes. And so I thought I would do that, you know, in this episode, kind of talk through some of the notes, some of the things that I learned. Um, hopefully it'll be helpful to you. Um, and, um, and yeah, I really want to just kind of dive into a really simple agenda today. I just kind of go through my notes from the Informations Creator Summit. Um, and so if you were there, let me know as well, you know, send me a DM, LinkedIn message, Instagram message, um, and let me know. Um, there's a lot of people there that, you know, I had connected, been connected with friends of mine over the years. Um, and also people that I just kind of got to know throughout the pandemic, the last few years, and this is the first time that um, I bumped into them. So it's really cool to see people in person. Um, yeah, you know, I've been traveling for a little while now for work. The world has opened up and stuff. And so I've been going to conferences and things like that. And so, it was, you know, but, you know, you don't see everybody at all the conferences. And so this one particularly, there are a lot of like really amazing people that were very well known in the industry and, um, you know, had a lot of knowledge. And it was just really cool to be around sort of, I felt my people. It's like, oh man, you're my people. That's, we can just nerd out on sponsorships and brand deals and memberships and revenue streams all day, right? We could do that all day with these people. It was just an awesome, awesome experience. Um, before we get into the notes, a couple, a couple things I want to share as well. First, 
I've been really thinking about, and I kind of circle through this idea every now and then, maybe twice a year, but I've been really thinking about how to serve creators that are in my community, in this audience, in a deeper way. Um, and so I've been thinking about coaching. I've been thinking about it. I really, you know, there's a lot of different ways to kind of approach this. And it is always so much harder to advise yourself. I don't know if you guys, you know, agree with me there, but I get to talk to a lot of creators all the time. And, you know, they talk to me about like, hey, Rob, what do you think I should do? You know, and I kind of give them advice on, you know, how to build a different revenue stream. So when it comes to coaching and consulting, there's always sort of a, a playbook in my mind that works really well. I've been really thinking about how to do that well for this community. One way to do that was to essentially just have an open calendar. You can book time with me um, and we can hop on a call once a week or once a month or every two weeks. Really straightforward, you know, 30, 60 minute calls. And we could set that up and there would be some actionable items. The call would be recorded. We can, you know, sort of understand what you want to accomplish, what you have available to you, what your resources in terms of your time, your budget, your team, all of those things. And, um, and really, you know, sort of help you and advise you, coach you through ongoing how to build your audience, but also how to monetize and build those revenue streams from your audience and your content. That's really just a very simple way that I want to do it. I don't want to get too deep into figuring out all the different automations and things. I really kind of want to start just understanding where it is that I can, you know, add value in this creator economy. And so... I will maybe in this episode, but maybe in the next couple episodes, you may find a link to hop on a call with me. I would love to hear from you. If you are somebody that wants to really take this content business that you are growing, you know, to the next level, you're really serious about becoming a professional full-time content creator, or you're already a full-time content creator and you want to scale it up. You want to take it to the next plateau next milestone, you know, sort of next level of your business. You want to start hiring a team and doing all those things, you know, having multiple brand deals and multiple revenue streams, then find that link. Let's hop on a call. I would love to see if there might be a fit for us to work together in that capacity. Now, the other thing that I've been thinking about as well is to jumpstart my, my small group coaching again. Um, this is a small group coaching program that I'm thinking of. Again, I'm thinking, you know, five to 10 people on a monthly basis. Maybe we go quarterly, you know, you know, sort of a three month plan. And then after three months, we revisit. And if we want to do another three months with the same small group, um, that's something I've been thinking about as well. And so I, you know, my people here, uh, my community, I really wanted to just kind of put that out there and see what you think of those ideas let me know, reach out to me if you have some interest in that, if you think there might be a better version of how I can serve this community through those channels, let me know as well. I am, you know, I have an open mind when it comes to these things because sometimes there's some blind spots um, in life and definitely in business. Um, and so I want to see if there's maybe, maybe something I'm missing. Maybe there's another opportunity there to help others that I'm not missing from where I stand, where I sit. And so I would love to hear from you on that. Um, the other thing, I'll be in Austin, Texas next month. Just heads up, in about a few weeks, three or four weeks, I'll be in Austin, Texas, 
So if you're from Austin or you know someone in Austin that I should meet, I would love to hear about it. All right. Let me know. Get into my DM. Send me a message. Send me an email. I'm very easy to access. And um, yeah, I would love to connect with you or somebody that you think I should connect with in Austin, Texas um, at the end of May, early June. All right. So with that, let's dive into my notes here. I'm going to, you're not going to see my notes. I see it. I'm reading through it. One funny thing, people are always asking, actually, no, not people are always asking a couple people. And this is a good thing. A couple people have uh, approached me and they said, Hey, Rob, like really cool. What you're doing at you screen. Um, are you guys a social platform? What are you guys, you know, do you guys have a community? What, what is it? And so, um, if you're new to this and, or, or maybe you're not new to this podcast, but maybe you just actually don't even know, you hear me saying you screen, what is you screen? And you're wondering, what is you screen? Like, what does Rob actually do? What is this company that he works at? Um, really quick answer for you. You screen, check it out. Best way to do this for you to learn what you screen is. And if it's actually something that you might even actually be able to use, maybe it's the exact thing you've been looking for is to go to uscreen.tv, uscreen.tv. TV. All right. Go to uscreen.tv. Uh, we are a video monetization membership platform. And so the easiest way for me to explain is that with uscreen, you as a content creator can build your own version of Netflix. Okay. Maybe it's the Netflix for photographers. It's the Netflix, um, for independent films, you know, coming out of Asia or Africa or, you know, Latin America, right? It is the Netflix for people that love fishing, you know? Um, and so basically you can build your own Netflix, both on the web, right? So people can go on, you know, their desktop or laptop and open up Chrome or Safari or whatever browser they can go to your website. That's white labeled your branding, your domain, your colors, your logo, your everything. Um, there's no use screen branding anywhere. And you can also build, we will build for you and manage for you um, your own TV and mobile apps, right? So you can have your own uh, TV and mobile apps similar to Disney Plus or Netflix or Prime or, you know, uh, any any of those apps, right? Those streaming, live streaming apps. Inside the membership, yes, you can have on-demand content. You can also have live stream content. So you can have, you know, an Ask Me Anything session that's live for your community only, for your members only. Um, you can have behind the scenes content. You can have a private video podcast. You can have all sorts of content that your audience is willing to pay for. One really cool use case that I've seen, look up Brandon Washington, my man, Brandon Washington, straight out of Houston, brilliant, brilliant videographer, um, you know, YouTube creator, businessman. And so he's got a, con a channel where he talks all about photography and gear and all that stuff. But in his membership, he uses Uscreen. It's called the Creative Fam Academy. He's got longer versions, unedited versions of his tutorials, of his breakdowns, of his reviews. He's because people want to pay for it. They're like, Brandon, we don't want the edited version of your review of the, the new, you know, black magic camera. We want the 30 minute video where you are unedited and you're talking and you're speaking your mind all about this camera. So there's unedited versions of the videos. There's behind the scenes. He's got uh, a show, a vlog. Um, other people have uh, a private podcast that's just for their members. They've got Ask Me Anything sessions that's happening for their members only. 
And, and it's really, really cool. It's an awesome way to really build a deeper connection with your audience. There is also a private community feature that you can use inside of Uscreen. And so again, you can have people that love your content, love you as a, as a creator, they join and then they get to connect with other people in your community. And so that's what Uscreen does. I'm the head of partnerships. And so I handle our influencer marketing channels, uh, which, you know, consist of sponsorships, you know, conferences, events, um, partners, partnerships with other brands. You know, we've got really good relationships with Adobe and StreamYard and all sorts of, you know, Ecamm and all those amazing tools. You know, so I, that's, that's sort of my world, uh, there at uscreen.tv. All right. So that's what uscreen is. Go check it out. Uscreen.tv. All right. So, um, Let's go down my, 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 my notes here. Just kind of seeing my phones, kind of like all these notifications are popping up. I posted this. Um, I've been reading this new book. I just started this new book. Um, it's called uh, Paul and His Friends in Leadership. Now, if you guys are not familiar with Paul, Paul is uh, Paul from the Bible, from the New Testament. And he's this amazing missionary. Um, you know, he used to be you know, he used to be Saul before he, you know, met Christ and, and, and then he became Paul, you know, and, and he wrote basically half of the New Testament. Um, and he did all these crazy, you know, he set up and planted all of these churches and stuff. Anyways, it talks about his leadership. Um, and I'm really excited. I'm, I'm actually uh, reading, started to read it and it's been amazing. This is the book right here. I don't know if you can see it right there. Um, and uh, yeah, awesome book. Um, so I just, I posted it up on Instagram and Facebook. And so I'm just, if you see me looking down, I'm just looking because notifications are popping up. People like your photo. Um, anyways. Um, all right. So back to the conference, the information creator summit. Um, first speaker was Sandy Hawkins, who was from, uh, who works at TikTok. I think she's like the U S um, head of global something anyways, <laughs> live shopping. And so they were talking about all about live shopping and, um, yeah, really interesting what TikTok is trying to do here. I mean, TikTok basically is going to allow people to, uh, creators to basically create sort of like a QVC type, you know, shopping network type show where they can, um, go live and then sell products right from the live stream. So rather than, you know, going to, um, you know, seeing somebody talk about a uh, product on TikTok and then going to their link in bio, you can just click, apparently, you'll be able to just click right in the stream and say, hey, you know, for this, um, you know, beats, you know, just go and like, there'll be a link here or something that you can tap into right from the live stream itself. Um, really cool. You know, um, you know, live social shopping, live shopping, is not a new thing. Um, it's been happening quite a lot already in Asia for years and it's, it's really popular. Um, one of the things that came up is that for whatever reason, it's just has not really taken off in the U S and one of the other, um, during the Q and a for that session, one of the other, um, attendees was asking, Hey, you know, not, not so much a comment, but more of a, not so much a question, but more of a comment. And she made a really good point that, you know, in Asia, there's some places where you just don't have access to, you know, um, different stores, you know, like H&M or um, can't think of all the stores anymore, you know, um, just different stores, right? Like uh, Trader Joe's or Walmart or Target, you know, and, and so people, that's why, you know, they'll, they'll revert to, just finding the content and finding the products 
via social shopping through their most favorite influencers um, online. And that's how they shop because they just physically, geographically, they're so far away from, you know, some of the big stores that are more popular and things like that. Obviously in the main cities, they have everything, but you know, the widespread, the wide, you know, um, so the way that things are so spread out in some parts of Asia, you know, like my, like other parts of the world is that, you know, you just can't get to these stores so easily. Um, you have the means to buy the, 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 you know, the goods and the products and stuff. You just don't have, it's just so far, you know, that you don't have it in town. And so culturally, that's one of the things that this, you know, attendee was saying like, Hey, it would be, you know, this is kind of one of the things culturally, when you go to the States, man, you can get to a target pretty quickly, <laughs> you know, any city, there's usually a Walmart, you know, there's usually all of these things, right? You can get these products pretty easily. There's an H and M somewhere pretty close. Um, yeah. Whereas in Asia, they don't. And so anyways, it's really interesting how they, they're going to be trying to, you know, push this now. And this is sort of the evolution of TikTok. The other thing with TikTok is obviously it is also going through this. There's a bit of a fear that's happening right now with creators um, that are very, very big on TikTok that, hey, maybe it's not going to happen. Like maybe this, this might go away. Right. Because, you know, legislation and things like that. There's, there's right now we're going through it as of the recording of this episode. Um, and so we'll see where it goes. Um, and so there's also this a lot of a lot of talk, actually, not just in this session, but throughout the um, the summit last week of creators, for example, looking at Snapchat, Snapchat just did their summit uh, last week and they, they've got some really cool things that are happening and things. Um, but, um, you know, it's sort of like the next closest thing to TikTok in some ways and has sort of that TikTok audience's attention. And so Snapchat, from what I'm hearing with a lot of larger creators that are really like very deep into these things, is that it it could be, it could do really well and it could have a bit of a comeback. You know, I don't I don't use Snapchat, I have it, but I really use it just to message my son because he's on Snapchat, his generation's on Snapchat. Um, so that's where that's where we see that. But um, that's that's the TikTok session. It was really good. You know, they're they're launching an affiliate program as well. Um, and this basically allows brands to get their products in front of the the influencers' audiences really easily within within TikTok. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's sort of what the notes are there. Um, they also said that TikTok is, you know, even said that TikTok itself is not a discovery platform. Um, Sorry, TikTok is a discovery platform. It's not a revenue platform as it is today. And so that's why they're changing the narrative there. That's kind of what they're going towards is that to turn TikTok, not just into a, a discovery platform where you can discover new things and new products, new services, new things, new creators and stuff, but they want to turn it where it is also a revenue platform, which is interesting. The revenue is what attracts creators, right? Obviously creators want to build an audience, but they also want to make money from that audience. And so if a, a plat lots of platforms, as you can see, is trying to make sure that creators know that you can monetize through our platform directly. You don't have to build another site or whatever. Um, you can monetize directly inside of our platform. And so that's what TikTok is really trying to do. It's, you know, a lot of creators see it as a discovery platform, but not necessarily a revenue platform. And so they're trying to change that narrative by adding these features in live shopping. Um, they're, they're putting in an affiliate program, things like that. Um, Sandy Hawkins on TikTok um, really said a really cool thing that communities 
is the new demographic really interesting? You know, cause somebody asked, I think somebody had asked like, Hey, what products or what niche, what vertical, um, would do really well? What, what would be, you know, what should we sell on TikTok? And she, she made it, she gave a really good answer that it's not really the products or services. It's really the community. If you can build a community around something, you know, a photography community, you know, um, you know, a coffee community, whatever that community is, once you have that community's attention, then you can sell them anything, right? Like, hey, you're, we have a coffee community. Cool. We've got these cool beans or got this cool cup or we've got <laughs> this product or whatever, this, this, this course, you know, on how to make, um, you know, great hipster coffee <laughs> or whatever, third wave coffee, you know? And so, um, so yeah, so that communities are the new demographic. I really like that quote. All right. So that's Sandy Hawkins, TikTok. We then had, um, I sat in on Heidi and Mark D'Amelio, who is the parents of the D'Amelio girls. Um, and it's a really interesting panel. Actually, it was not a panel. It was an interview type. You know, the, the host of um, the conference um, interviewed them and it was great. Um, and so here are some of the notes. Um, can creator brands eventually compete? So they're, you know, they, they're saying that yes, creator brands, you know, like the Feastables, for example, Mr. Beast has this product or, uh, physical products called Feastables. Um, the, the Milios, they're launching a shoe line, right? Um, Chamberlain Coffee, right? Chamberlain Coffee, you know, there she's launched, she launched coffee. Um, and so, Sorry, I'm seeing these pop-ups again, notifications. People have liked your post. Um, and so, yeah, so they're very bullish that creators, creator brands can compete with big brands out there. You know, like can uh, they, you know, can Mr. Beast Feastables compete with Nestle or uh, Hershey's someday, right? Yes, probably. Um, yeah, so very, very interesting. Um, they also talked about, I made a note about Open Doors, which is an app that allows you to work with NIL athletes. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, Heidi and Mark, um, uh, come off as very intelligent, business savvy people. Um, I think they come from a background. Um, Mark definitely does come from a business background. And so very interesting to hear them speak, especially like as a parent as well to speak and to, to hear how they think about their business. It's a family business. You know, they talk about every two weeks, they get together, just the four of them. And they really just talk about, hey, like, do you still want to do this, <laughs> right? Do you still want to do this influencer brand building, business building thing? So, you know, it was really, really cool. Um, somebody had asked um, where they own their audiences and they own their audience really only by email and SMS. So they have some text, they have some, some phone numbers and they have emails, um, of their audience. I wish I had asked them how they built, um, they, how they sort of built those email, that email list. I would love to ask them that if somebody knows, let me know, you know, if there's like, if they're using some type of opt-in page or something, be, be curious what they are, what that, what that lead magnet is, you know, for somebody of that caliber of, uh, influencer. Um, yeah. And then they were just talked about like different ventures and things like that, that they have been involved with. Um, and also I remember that eventually, you know, 20 years from now or something, somebody asked like, what would you like the D'Amelio brand to be? And they said something like, you know, we want it to be like a suite of different businesses, a family business, but also, 
um, a generous business. You know, they, they want to get into like, um, you know, philanthropy. <laughs> why did I, why am I like, I'm running out of words. It's late in the day. Um, and so, yeah, they want to get into charitable uh, giving and, and charities and things like that, build a charity themselves and really be a generous brand, um, which is cool. I, I, I love that. I love that idea. Like, you know, eventually, you know, I, I really do think like, you know, for those that, uh, you know, have been given a lot of things, you know, you get, you get been blessed, like, you know, it's uh, you're blessed so that you can bless others, you know. So I, I love that. I love that goal that they had, you know, um, that he shared that. Or uh, Heidi and Mark both shared that. That's great. Um, I bumped into my friend um, from Speedify. Speed, Speedify. Speed, I-F-Y. Speed, Speedify. Um, I just made a note to kind of reconnect with them. <laughs> so we're going to be doing that. Uh, so shout out to Speedify there. Um, one of my favorite, probably favorite um, sessions during the, um, the whole event was... Um, a session with uh, Samir from Colin and Samir, uh, Samir Chowdhury, uh, John Yushai, who's my old friend. Uh, good, we go back to the two buddy days. Um, he used to work at Instagram and Tube and and YouTube, and uh, now does his own thing as a creator and brand deals, interviews like Paris Hilton and uh, Logan Paul, and you know different different creators and everything. Um, really great guy, really bright when it comes to um, this creator economy. Uh, Amanda Diaz, who is an influencer herself. Um, and uh, I want to say Annie Goldsmith. Annie Goldsmith. Amanda Diaz, by the way, is at Amanda Diaz. D-I-A-Z. And, and Annie Goldsmith. Um, yeah, good, good session. Um, man, John was like, hey, I want to make content that's so good. It feels like it's leaked. Content so good, it feels like it's leaked, leaked content. Um, you know, they were talking about different monetization. Amanda does a lot of TikTok revenue. That's the most that she makes the, the most of her money on TikTok. Um, she says that all creators need to build a community. Samir says advertising and brand deals account for 98% of their revenue, 98%. It's awesome, amazing, but also seems very, very, um, uh, could be very vulnerable to that, right? If there's, you know, you're, you're counting on um, advertising and brand deals, but they're doing amazing work. Uh, they're definitely looking, they're aware of that. And I think they're looking to grow other revenue streams as well. Um, also cool that they also see themselves not as influencers, but as a media company. They work, they see themselves as a media company, um, which is, I agree. I think you, I think that's sort of the next evolution of creators. Become content creator. Yes, you could become an influencer. Influencer is kind of limiting because it's built around you as a brand, as a person. And versus building a media company where it's a little bit more scalable. Um, you can sell a media company. It's hard to sell an influencer business because you have to be present. You are the business, right? If you're the influencer and you see yourself as an influencer business, you are the influencer. And so you can't really step away from it. You have to be there. People want you, right? They want your face. They want your likeliness. They, you know, they want you, right? Whereas if you're a media company, then you have multiple authors. You have other people that are creating the content. It's just, it's just, easier to package in some ways. There's pros and cons, of course, but um, I love that they, they look at it that way. John, on the other hand, is focused on consulting, 
sponsorships. He's got courses on Fiverr. He's thinking of a higher tier course. Um, and he does a lot of public speaking. He's uh, signed on recently um, with Vayner Speakers. Um, and so, uh, you know, Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk's um, speaking agency. They talked about um, audience versus community, right? What's the difference between audience and community? Um, you know, audience is a very passive group. Community is an engaged group, right? Very engaged. They, they, they create content with you. Um, they engage with each other. It's a community, right? Um, a community also has a very com a common vision and clear leaders. Common vision and clear leaders. Um, I love that. Um, they're talking about how competition drives innovation. Competition drives innovation. Very true. Um, and uh, and yeah, just different ways that you know they've really liked how brands pitch to them. And this was really important for me because my role at Uscreen is I do handle our influencer marketing. And so part of that is pitching creators so that they can work with us, so that they can, we can sponsor their content. We can work on partnerships together. And so, um, yeah, I love that. Um, you know, first thing they said, I said, well, what are some tips for brands to pitch, um, creators first is for the brand to take the time to get to know their content, watch a couple of the videos, Right. Watch a couple of the videos um, of the creators that you're pitching the, um, you know, lead, lead to deeper partnerships. I love that. I'm actually working on some strategy on how to do that at the moment um, to not just do brand deals or ad reads or, you know, paid content on YouTube, um, but look at deeper partnerships. How can we get deeper in our partnership together? Right. Um, they also said creators are not necessarily always the best operators. And this is really where a brand can come in and support um, because a brand is typically, because it's a company, right? Has resources and systems and can support the exec execution side of that partnership, right? The brand, the creator brings the eyeballs, right? Does the marketing, promotion, content creation, all that. And then the brand comes in and supports on the execution side, okay? Um, they were also saying that they love it when the brand, the people at the companies create content and upload content as well. And they love it when the brand offers to have multiple calls to action that they can choose from, right? Very cool. Um, we had a dinner as well. So moving on, we had a dinner, a Uscreen VIP dinner, had some people there that came down. We had tacos, it was an awesome restaurant. Um, you know, just uh, by Venice Beach. Um, so that was a really fun night. Uh, got to meet some of our uh, customers. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, I'm trying to go through my notes here. We also had another dinner, also at a taco place, um, on uh, two nights later, just the night before I left um, to go back to Vancouver. And so, uh, yeah, I ate a lot of tacos and a lot of Mexican food which I love. Um, and so that was really fun. Um, trying to think here. I bumped into my, into my friend Avi Gandhi. Man, you guys got, if you guys are not connected with Avi um, on LinkedIn, make sure you connect with him. Avi used to work at Patreon and then he worked at, um, I want to say Discord for a while. And now he is um, on his own doing his consulting, working with, um, you know, different companies as a consultant and also working with creators um, you know, uh, to, to co coach and consult them as well. 
Um, we had a really good conversation, met him for the first time. I've interviewed him on this podcast before. And so it was just a real treat to, uh, meet him. We chatted for about an hour, um, you know, at the lobby, um, at the, uh, the London in Beverly Hills. And that was really cool to, to just meet Avi in person, uh, really admire his work. Um, yeah, I love what he's doing, you know, huge fan of Avi. Um, Oh, oh, uh, sat, sat in the, the closing keynote, uh, speakers, Hank Green. So if you guys do not know Hank Green, you got, you got to connect with Hank Green. Um, he, he said something really funny. He said, if you think of creators and you think Mr. Beast, then that is like thinking about the music industry and thinking Rihanna. Uh, which means what he's trying to say is that when you are thinking of content creators, you can't just think of Mr. Beast because Mr. Beast is sort of like, his own level. He's like up there. Like he's, you know, he's like in such, uh, you know, um, rare air, right. As they say, he's in rare air. Um, you know, the, the con the creator economy is so much bigger than that. Right. You don't need to be a Mr. Beast to have success in this industry. You can just, you don't have a need such a huge audience, right? That's kind of what he was saying. Uh, so I love that he said that he also said being a creator is not enough anymore. You need to think about what you really want to be. What do you really want to do in the creator economy, right? Um, just creating content for the sake of creating content, it's not really good, not really enough anymore. You need to be intentional um, if you really want to build a business. Um, what else here? I bumped into my friend, Eric, Eric at Carrot, Eric Way. Um, he came to one of our dinners. I've never met Eric, but I've always listened to the Carrot Podcast. You guys should as well. Go check out the Carrot Podcast. K-A-R-A-T, Carrot. Um, yeah, we talked about, you know, how they get, the, they, they, they buy out these billboards in Times Square and they put up their, um, their customers and from like customers, like, you know, uh, picture, like blown up, like, you know, it was amazing. And, um, you know, they, they have the podcast and just were like really got nerdy on like how to build a SaaS company in the creator space. That was like really fun. I, I love meeting Eric. He talked to me about like, you know, the, the, the carrot house and stuff. They have a, they have a house where people, you know, creator friends and stuff can come in, you know, if they're coming through LA, stay there for a couple nights, things like that. They have like events at their, at the create, at the carrot house and stuff. So it's really cool how they're building this company. Um, you know, uh, it's just a really bright guy, just really bright guy. Um, you know, met, met, um, you know, Andrew can my old, my old buddy from TubeBuddy. He's at Disney, Disney. Now he manages like over 20 different channels on the Disney, um, network. Um, what else met with, uh, Jenny from smooth media, one of the co-founders, uh, at smooth media with Josh Kaplan, um, met with Jeff, who's with jelly smack, uh, just talking about, again, nerding out on the industries, uh, head of creator partnerships over at jelly smack. Um, you know, my, my friend Luke from creator pad, um, he was actually in town for vacation, not even for the conference or anything, but he was just, you know, I said, yeah, you're going to be in town. Let's go grab, you know, let's go grab some tacos. And so we got to hang out, um, just the night before I left. And that was really cool. Uh, also met, uh, up with my buddy, RR Abrot, who used to work at Webflow, um, and got so good. He started his own Webflow agency. It's my guy. Um, and so, uh, yeah, he actually gave me a ride back from dinner. Uh, you know, he was on his way home and he's like, Hey man, I'll just give you a ride. Cause I was staying downtown by LA live by the Staples center or 
not Staples Center anymore, by the Crypto Arena. And so he's like, hey, I'll drop you off. And so we got to really even hang out even more um, after dinner and just, you know, actually talk, you know, had some really good you know, conversation there, you know, about family, being about dad, being a, about being a dad, sorry. Um, you know, family life and things like that. We're both Filipino. And so like kind of reflecting back on, uh, you know, uh, our roots and things, you know, some like some common, um, experiences and things like that. So that's really fun. Um, yeah. And, uh, oh, and, you know, met up with our team members actually went, I saw Peggy, uh, she's, uh, our head of <clears throat> product marketing and, uh, she was at the conference as well. And then we, uh, we, we met, uh, a few of our team members as well during some of the dinners. Um, some of our team members that are based in LA. Um, so that's really fun. Uh, saw Chris Sharp from, uh, FWFG, one of our customers. Um, Yoga by Adrian is their company. Uh, look that up, look that channel up on YouTube. Incredible business. Um, yeah. And I think that's it. And I'm just looking at the time. We're like way past. We're almost at 40 minutes on this episode. And you can probably tell, look now, it's like darker. Um, <laughs> it's darker now. Um, you know, the, the sun is going down. Um, but yeah, that's sort of a bit of a, a reflection. There's some other notes here, um, but they're, they're more for myself. Um, yeah, you know, and it was a really good conference. I love that conference. I think definitely want to attend again. Um, the information put down a really good conference. It's not the biggest conference that you'll find. Um, you know, I would say probably about 500, 400 people were in attendance, but really good quality. Oh, Goldie. I saw Goldie Chan, right? Um, look her up on LinkedIn. Goldie is amazing. She's been in the game for a long time. She's worked with Adobe. She was there with Ian Wang from Adobe. He's the head of product at Adobe, uh, Adobe Express. And, uh, yeah, saw them, saw Goldie, caught up with Goldie. That was, that was really great. Um, I haven't seen her since before the pandemic. And so it's really cool. And, um, you know, she, she, she was battling some health, um, you know, some health things, um, during the pandemic, but looks like she is, she's a strong fighter and looks like she's doing well. She looks strong. Um, she's back, you know, to work, back to business. I'm just really happy to see her, you know, um, and so, so yeah, uh, that was, that was a really big highlight for me seeing them. I saw my friend Teresa Ow from Adobe Express. Anyways, I feel like now at this point, I'm just name dropping. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna slowly land this plane, land this episode. I hope that it didn't, I didn't come off as sort of just name dropping there. I'm just trying to think through. I was talking out loud. I was thinking out loud, um, as to who I saw. And hopefully I was trying to like pull some nuggets um, from the conversations that I had in person with them. And so definitely not the kind of guy that would try to name drop and hopefully I didn't come off that way. Um, but yeah, I was just trying to think through who I saw and met and kind of, uh, remember back, met a few other people, but I'll save that for another episode, you know, another future episode, hopefully we'll, uh, come and circle around to some of the things here. Some of the notes that I had from, uh, the information's creator summit. Um, yeah, that is our, episode for today. I think that we are now at episode number 90, which is crazy, which is awesome. But yes, episode number 90. Um, we're getting close to 100. I don't know what it will do when we get to 100, but I want to do something fun. I think it's worth it to celebrate these things. Um, so yeah, so episode, num episode number 90, if you're still here, thank you. 
thank you. I know that my buddy RR was like, yeah, man, we were talking about what you listen to when you're working. He's like, yo, I listen to Rob's podcast. <laughs> so if, uh, if you got this far and you've been, you've been working while you listen to me talk, uh, I appreciate it. Um, I would love to hear back from you. I would love to get to know who you are a little bit about, you know, sort of what you do. And, uh, and yeah, just honestly, genuinely connect person to person, um, you know, and, and see how I can better serve you through this content, um, you know, better, uh, equip you or share some, some insights with you, advice, whatever that may look like. I'd love to do that. All right. So don't be, don't be shy to reach out. Let me know if you have a question that I can address or answer for you in the, in a future episode. That's really what I'm here for. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, let me know again, just kind of looping back to the early part of this episode. Um, love to hear your thoughts on, um, you know, coaching and consulting and um, where my, where my strength might be able to um, my strengths and experience and knowledge might be best um, to equip and to help others, other creators out there um, do their thing. So that's it. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, uh, hope you're resting, right? That's always really important. Uh, I'm going to keep re reminding you guys always to rest, find time to rest, slow things down. Um, and, uh, and yeah, thank you for listening. God bless you. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care.